today on City Cash Chicago. The northwest side of the city isn't exactly where you would go for the most popping nightlife or the, the newest hip bar, but that's why most people like living there. It's a little quieter, transit accessible, and close to some beautiful nature. So we're visiting Jefferson Park, Forest Glen, and Portage Park for today's Neighborhood Guide. It's Thursday, September 8th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Yeah, we like in a studio studio. This is the club. This feels the most it's treated YouTube podcast uh, set that we've had to this point. We'll get someone playing like Seven Nation Army in one of these hourly rehearsal rooms. Um, how is this fan behind you? Do, let me turn that off. Today. We are at Fort Knox Studio in Portage Park talking about the northwest side of the city. And I'm talking northwest, northwest, like Jefferson Park, Forest Glen, Portage Park. And I'm here with Zach Emery, uh, one half of the amazing podcast, Album Rebrews. Zach, it's good to talk to you again. It's so good to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Jacoby. Zach, I had the pleasure of meeting you uh, when we taped an episode of Album Rebrews now a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. We talked about uh, Saba's Few Good Things. People who are not familiar with uh, the podcast. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, we are a music commentary podcast. We don't take ourselves very seriously. <laughs> um, <laughs> every episode we get a guest, typically a Chicago musician, podcaster, creative. Um, we get them on, we have them pick an album they really want to talk about. And then we try to pair that with a local beer or a local distillery or sometimes just whatever we're feeling at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so I appreciate you having me back up in your area. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime. You got us up here at Fort Knox Studios. Why is this place so important to you? Can you describe it to CityCast listeners? Yeah. So I picked this location um, because this is my favorite spot in the in this part of town. Uh, this is why I moved up here. It was because we decided to get a room here at Fort Knox Studio. Um, and so Fort Knox Studio is Chicago's largest rehearsal space. It is like 200,000, or excuse me, 200,000 square feet, over 140 rooms that bands and musicians could rent out on a monthly basis. And so we didn't quite take the tour, but if you walk around here, it's hallways of doors and behind each door you hear a different band playing and you walk a little farther in a different style of music. Um, and so I think it's a lot of cultural significance. This is where Chicago musicians on the north side come to rehearse. Uh, so you talk about this being one of the reasons you moved up to this area. So how important, I guess, is music to your Chicago story? Super important. I came up to Chicago to go to Columbia College for music business. Uh, and I've been stuck ever since. They can't, they can't get rid of me. Chicago's a big city, but it's a small town, and the music industry is, is a small town, and it's a very cool community to be a part of. When you told your friends, the people you knew from Chicago, that you were thinking and eventually moving to the Jefferson Park area, what was their reaction or response to that? Where? <laughs> That was my reaction when somebody told me Norwood Park. I was yeah. like, Norbit? I know, I know, I'm familiar with the film. Because all these young art kids, which I say like young art kids, I was a young art kid, uh, but they want to live in Logan Square and Wicker Park and stuff like that. One thing is it's a little quieter. It's a little quieter in some of the neighborhoods. If you go a little farther down Milwaukee, there's less traffic. And I'm not that I'm getting an old man. I'm almost 28, but... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but that kind of appealed no, but, to me. <laughs> but you, you start taking those things uh, less for granted, right? Yeah. Quieter parks, quieter uh-huh. walks, right? A nice little strolling community. I've often been told that, you know, neighborhoods that are home to a lot of city workers, a lot of single families, they could be very insular. A lot of teachers live up here, a lot of police officers, firefighters. As somebody who is coming from you know, art school, maybe living it up in Roscoe Village to Jefferson Park. Did you notice that about the neighborhood, that it was very insular to the people who have maybe been longstanding in the community? Yeah, you can tell, like, a couple of, like, the local bars, you know, everyone in there knows each other. And so to try to walk into one as a new person feels a little strange. Do you still find it, like, to have the the balance of, like, energy you're looking for with also that, you know, kind of quiet yeah. walking environment. Well, one thing that's that's great about Jefferson Park is that it's really easy to get, get out of. Because <laughs> <laughs> if we're on 90 and there's no traffic, you know, we're, we're into Logan Square, we're into the Loop, or if we're taking the Blue Line, there's a different neighborhood each stop, right? That's so important to the community. So many, uh, it's such a transit-oriented place. They call it like the transit hub, the gateway into Chicago. You got the Metra, the Pace, the Greyhound. It's not too far from O'Hare. And again, it's it's right there at that border of the city. And so if people want to go out into the northwest suburbs or if they want to come further into the city, it's kind of easy to like, Uh, travel through this area yeah absolutely all right well zach let's get into your neighborhood guide for people who are coming up to the northwest side we want to get them some things to do some things to see some things to eat and so i'm gonna let you pick where we start on your list let's start off with some of the surrounding areas we're gonna talk about the shopping center the village crossing up north a little bit of jefferson park all right you gotta put me on i'm not familiar (laughs) um me and my girlfriend were thrifters we're collectors some people would call it hoarders but we don't like to call it that (laughs) Um. (laughs) I'm one of those people I'm one of those people I think think collecting is cool there's a certain point though when it's like you're not collecting but it's a giant outdoor mall it's got all your typical stuff the Best Buy you know yada yada but we really love uh, the half price books for books and records and the uh, just the different thrift stores and stuff like that around. Okay. When uh, when you go thrifting, what are some pieces that you tend to come back with? Are they clothes? Are they furniture? Are they collectibles? I like to keep an eye out for collectibles, CDs, and records. Okay. Um, and then also, as a bit, I've also been grabbing, anytime I see a big mouse billy bass, <laughs> collectible singing fish. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm not here. It's the one that sits on the wall and just sort of... <laughs> wiggles yeah and like so i've got the, i've got three of them now <laughs> i'm gonna be real that seemed too many they're always like two bucks and i'm like well might as well add another <laughs> <laughs> all right at least it's not one song the one in my uh that my grandma had it was only I, and i can't remember it might have been like tutti frutti or something i don't even know if those are the lyrics <laughs> Yeah, mine sings, take me to the river. Okay. That's, I don't know that either. So I'm learning a lot. All right, so things to do, one of them being thrifting. What's another thing you got on the list? Let's talk about the American Science and Surplus store. And it's a big warehouse, and it's exactly what it sounds like, of science and surplus. <laughs> now you got to walk me through this thing. <laughs> so well, one section of it, as you walk in, is a lot of stuff that like a science teacher would buy. Right, so like kits for chemistry and stuff for little kids, but on the left hand side is um, stuff for building your own robots. (laughs) I'm I'm hooked. I'm I'm, I'm invested right now. 
<laughs> at first I was thinking like science fair projects, like like you know Some of that volcanoes, stuff, yeah. uh, chemical reactions, things like that, making your own slime. Uh-huh. To this point, I'm 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 getting the picture right. You you like records? You like random ass fish, uh, singing fish items. What are you picking up when you go to the science fair robotics store? Uh, so the few things I've picked up from there is um, I've got this like super bright uh, laser pointer. Mm-hmm. It shoots a green light, and then there's one that shoots ultraviolet light. So it's like real purple that you can barely see. Um, and if you shoot it at a certain type of rock mm-hmm. or crystal. The alkaline structure of the atoms will cause the laser to like create TV fuzz on the rock. I have to bring it and show it to you yeah, for yeah. you to believe it. There are a lot of like, very visually stimulating <laughs> conversations at this point. Most of the things you've named, I'm like, I need to see this yeah. in person. Over right the audio now. medium. Yeah, sorry. You gotta give me the name of the story again. Uh, American Science and Surplus. American Science and Surplus. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's your next thing to do for people coming up to the Northwest side? Uh, let's talk about one more store. Okay. Um, and let's talk about Tone Deaf Records, which is a record store on Milwaukee. That's a fire name. Yeah. For a store. Tone Deaf Records. Yeah. And so it's a family-owned record store, and uh, and they do they do events there. So they'll do vinyl happy hours, where one of the guys will DJ. Mm-hmm. You just spin records, and then you just show up with a beer that you like to share. I feel like, did you go before you started album rebrews? Because now went, you review albums and drinking beer at the same time. You gotta let me know I, who ripped off who. I went after. Okay. Right. And I was like, oh, this is this is advertised for me. This is They made this for me. He was like, oh my God, I've been doing this already yeah. at the crib with, with random Chicago. And we're just recording it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's one of your favorite maybe records that you picked up there? Ooh, I just picked up... Um, a record from OCs, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a post-punk kind of noisy band. Okay. Uh, that's a great one. All right. So you gave us some fantastic, very uh, diverse things to do over in the Jefferson Park area. Uh, what category are we going to next? I want to talk to you about Labau Woods first. Have you guys ever been over there? I haven't. Uh, it is the southern start of the popular North Branch Trail System, approximately 20 miles paved and unpaved trails connecting Chicago to the uh, Chicago Botanic Gardens in Glencoe. Hmm. So you can bike that round trip. Some people do 20 miles there, 20 miles back. Which and that, I, and that's I, in like the Forest Glen area. Correct. Right. Yeah. And it was a kind of a cool surprise when I moved to this neighborhood because you think of Chicago parks and you think of maybe like Logan Square where it's like in the middle of an intersection or uh, you can just like throw a football all the way across it, right? <laughs> but um but these Labau Woods are, are huge. You can go get lost in them if you weren't careful. <laughs> what's another part of the Northwest side? So we've moved from Jefferson Park, Forest Glen. What's another part that you like to see? 
Yeah, and this is we're going a little a little farther north than your original parameters. This is actually a little in Niles. Okay. Uh, but this is the Leaning Tower of Niles. Have you guys mm-hmm. heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was built in 1934 by a local businessman, and it's a half-sized replica of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really strange. There are also supposedly, according to the Wikipedia, five bells in it, and some of them date back to Italy, mm-hmm. and it's not for sure how they got there. It's not known. <laughs> oh, nice little mystery. There. Right? Okay. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, no guy would be complete without some fantastic things to eat. Uh, what are some things that people got to maybe sit down and grab when they're up in this area? You got to try mom's old recipe. Mm. And it is a, an authentic uh, Mexican restaurant, family owned and operated. Um, and the salsa is the best I've had in the city. Mm. It's just the right amount of sweet, just the right amount of spice. Yeah, over the last couple of decades, the number of Latin American immigrant uh, community members who have moved further northwest, I think Portage Park might be 50% white, 42% Hispanic at this point. And so just the growing number uh, of uh, Latin American restaurants, businesses that that we see in this area. Um, So people don't, you don't need to look at the northwest side and maybe just like, picture it as as one group of people it, it definitely has like a long-standing polish community mm-hmm. so you definitely can come up here and get yourself a, some borscht or a pierogi uh but but you also gonna find some really authentic um latin american food uh hispanic food up here as well absolutely what's yeah some, what's some other spots you like to visit uh one of my favorite coffee spots is weston's coffee and tap and it's right on milwaukee and i go there like like more than I should on the way to work. <laughs> it was more than I should. Is four times a week too much? I don't know. It's good coffee. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so. Uh, but the best part about it is, is it's also a tap room, so mm-hmm. you could get it on the way to work and on the way back. Okay. <laughs> what was another place uh, to eat uh, for people in this neighborhood? You gave us coffee shop. You gave us a great Mexican restaurant. What was another place people got to? Yeah. Stop um, let's talk about brunch. Uh, another important meal of the day. This is Ellie's. Cut- on- Ellie's on Milwaukee. It's just good, affordable brunch food. And it's got like a cool section if you want to like eat Whole30 or Paleo or Keto. It's got it all on the menu for you, which is really nice. What's your go-to? I get the the jalapeno skillet. Mm. Yeah. Zach, I appreciate you stopping by City Cash Chicago. Thank you for giving us your neighborhood guide for Forest Glen, Jefferson Park, and Portage Park. It means a lot to us. Thank you so much, Jacoby. I appreciate you having me on. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. The list of alders not seeking re-election continues to grow as 10th Ward Alderwoman Susan Sedlowski Garza representing the Southeast Side and 21st Ward Alderman Howard Brookings Jr. Auburn Gresham have announced their retirements this week. Yeah, I think that's nine people now who said, I'm good on this. The Chicago Sky are back tonight against the Connecticut Sun in the final game of their series with a trip to the WNBA Finals on the line. Fun fact, though, the Sky haven't lost two playoff games in a row in two years. So, you know, if I was a betting man, I might put my money on Candace Parker in the squad. And some good news to get you through. The weekend Lincoln Park Gyro Fest starts tomorrow at St. George Greek Orthodox Church. I know some of y'all pronounce it hero, some of y'all pronounce it euro. I pronounce it gyro, so it's the gyro fest round here. 
As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Jacoby's episode, one of my favorites of season two. It's fantastic, but it's also our longest and most engaging. It's like two hours and 15 minutes, but Jacoby keeps us on the whole time. I appreciate that. We, we could have left, we could have put that in the show notes. Like, maybe people have been wanting that from us. Maybe them finding that. I was like, we only get 15 to 20 minutes. Maybe they'd be down. Simone is just shaking her head. She says, no matter how good I am, two hours and 15 minutes is too much and too long.